Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday or Fri-yay, as we say. And welcome back, everyone. Whether you're watching us live or you are listening to this podcast as a recording, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm Catherine Lucadu, and this is Chrissy May. Good morning. We are on episode three already. So today's a good one. And um Chrissy's going to lead us through basically basically our topic today, and we're just going to discuss it. We haven't really talked all week, but I think that's really good because I think it adds to the authenticity of our conversation here. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to gain clarity, take inspired action, and connect the dots of life. And I think everyone knows how to connect those dots, right? We used to play those. I remember it used to keep me busy in the restaurants when we were kids. You know, they'd give you that placemat and it was a connect the dots. Well, we can actually do that in life as well. Um, And, you know, we're going to talk about what it's actually called. But to many of you, it may just be a feeling that you've had over the years. So, Chrissy, why don't you lead us in with what we're going to be talking about today and we'll back it up and sort of explain what it is. Sure. So, you know, in a world that we are just constantly bombarded with, you know, social media notifications to work commitments, family commitments, you know, it just, we're, we're at a hyper state constantly all the time. It's so important to really kind of hone in and get super clear on our personal and professional lives. And ultimately it's going to help us take inspired action because it's really, really difficult to take inspired action from a very unclear space. Yeah. And so this is all about just peeling out, peeling those layers and really getting crystal clear on where you're at in your life currently, taking inventory of that, and then following a few steps that I've used with my former clients that were able to help them propel to a whole new level in life. Okay, so why don't we kind of back up a little bit and talk about where... Well, I mean, you know, being authentic, like where did you, where and when did you start realizing that this was something called inspired action? What, what, I don't want to say the word possessed you. I mean, but sometimes I feel like I'm possessed to keep learning more and exploring. Um, Where would you say that this kind of started for you in understanding that things were just falling into place when you allowed them to, or This word that people use, and I love the word flow, Mm -hmm. where, you know, you have the option of making things happen or allowing things to happen. So where would you say that started for you? Uh, For me, when it's when I really started being so consistent with meditation, And, you know, meditation come in many forms. It's not just sitting in a chair, you know, or a pillow and oh, humming and all all this, which I think a lot of people have the idea of. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, there's so much more Uh, meditation can be a walk meditation when you're outside in nature, you're just you're in a state of flow and you're very clear and you're allowing things to flow through you and come to you. And that could be reflection. You're reflecting on where you're at in your life. You know, where have you, where have you come from? Where are you currently? It's just, it's this observation state that you're able to really tap into. 
And when you can really align yourself with those feelings, that's where a lot of inspiration stems from. You know, I've had some of my greatest ideas through meditation. And so that's where it really started for me. And this was uh, probably about three or four years ago when I really dove deep into meditation. So, you know, what I've noticed a lot these days is... um, I think people have a tough time just relaxing to the point mm-hmm. or just chilling the mind and the body enough and actually finding the time or giving themselves the time to actually be able to reflect. Because when we're on this treadmill, right, you know, get up in the morning, get the kids ready, get the kids to yeah. school. And then there's the homeschooling. Mm-hmm. No one ever really stops to say, okay, hang on a second. I'm not feeling, or have you ever noticed where you'll wake up in the morning and you just don't feel right. Mm -hmm. You just don't feel normal. Something feels off, but so many people just say, okay, whatever. But the problem is that that rolls into their day exactly, and it rolls into every conversation they have with people. It rolls into their relationships and how okay so let's let's back up where does one start do you think with reflection well it's a three step process that i was creating and was working with people on and the first one is removing distractions mm-hmm. if we can't get unclear we don't know where to begin right yeah, and so, so first and foremost you know what does unclear look like well unclear can look like uh fear based thinking it could look, it could look as that you're judging everything that occurs, you know, a very controlled mindset. Um, you have very, you're very, it's very difficult for you to honor yourself, hence not taking time for yourself to get here. Mm-hmm. And so it's creating a sense of chaos in your life, if you will. And that's how you feel. You're constantly feeling like you like you mentioned, Catherine, on this treadmill of life where you just, you can't get off because you haven't taken a moment to pause. And, you know, I really think it's I love what you just said, because I really do think that chaotic lives are Mm self-imposed. I really do. I think that the drama that people find themselves in in life is self-imposed, whether they even realize it or not. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that a lot of people fall back into the same patterns, even changing out a partner, right? Beginning new relationships Mm -hmm. with friends, and yet they still fall into the same pattern. And it's because they are bringing the same pattern with them wherever they go. They never interrupt the pattern Mm -hmm. and with, you know, new things that they're learning. So that's what I find interesting is that in order to help people learn to reflect, I think we have to step back and say, okay, let's let's start from the beginning. First of all, you need to find time. Like, and if you start with five minutes a day, if nothing else, go sit in your closet exactly. for five minutes a day, close the door where there are exactly no distractions, no phone, no anything. But I find that a lot of people, and it's another word you used, are fearful of doing that. They actually don't like their own company. And I think if you were to take a poll of people, and I think about these you know, strange things sometimes when I'm driving, is there will be times when I turn off my radio and I'm, I just need to drive in silence because there's so much on my mind that if I put the radio on, it's just adding to it. And I find that driving 
and in the shower are the two places because there's really no distraction. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is when you're driving, but there isn't um, where you can really think mm -hmm. through things. And like you just said, reflect on a conversation, you know, reflect on what's been happening in your life. But I also think you have to have a question that you ask yourself when you're doing it. Um, have you ever done that where you're kind of guiding yourself in your reflection? All the time. And so, I mean, I, that's part of my daily routine is I read, I have a journal, have a notebook that I use and I reflect every single night after my day. You know, I, I want to do an overview. I'm taking, you know, inventory of, you know, where, where did I excel emotionally? Where did I excel spiritually? Where, do, where did I excel financially? Where did I excel, you know, in relationships, like all of it. Mm -hmm. And then I can really start understanding one, where were the triggers at? that maybe weren't serving my highest and best good. Mm -hmm. So I get, I get very clear on what that looks like. And then I kind of fine tune and create what I know is going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, self-awareness is everything. That's, that's going to be your biggest asset in life. Yeah. And when you can become so unbelievably self-aware, it's, it's like magic. I mean, you can create anything because yeah. now, you know, everything, you know, all of it. So, you know, it's all about realigning your life and, you know, with what's going to serve your highest and best good and how you're going to be able to show up every single day as such. Yeah. And I think the writing down portion mm -hmm. is really important. I think, especially when you feel overly confused, overwhelmed, frustrated, angry, upset, depressed, anything. The moment you can, as they say, download it, you know, like we would do on a computer, if you can download it onto a piece of paper, it starts to make more sense, especially if you revisit what you've written, not right away, but even the next day. I know I have looked back sometimes at, at notes that I've made, um, or just something that I've written and I go back to it years later, I think to myself, wow, you know, I, I can remember being in the moment writing that, but as I look at it now, I think to myself, well, isn't that interesting? Actually, oh my gosh. Okay. So I just got to tell you what I did. Um, I was looking for some content and I was looking for content from some of the masterminds that I used to go to um, back, you know, over the last six years. And um, they were all kept in sort of like this resource library. And I, I chose one of the, the, the masterminds where it was a round table. I had just opened my brokerage and I was very, I felt very um, vulnerable because I was in a room with people who had had, who had brokerages and they had 200 agents, 300 agents. And they're talking about doing a billion dollars in business. And, mm -hmm. and here I am, I've just opened this brokerage. I'm feeling overwhelmed because I've got so many, all the systems I've never run a brokerage before. So I'm literally like treading in deep water and what they decided to do was go around the table to everyone and ask everyone what their biggest pain point was. And I was sitting now, five years later, watching myself, and I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed that I sat there and all I did, I felt what it sounded like was whining and complaining and giving excuses, right? Um 
It was, and this was my lack of Mm self-awareness. This was me grasping for an excuse as to why something wasn't working. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, and I remember saying, well, it's because the other brokerages are, are not treating me nicely or people are saying things. And, and it was just, it went on and on. And I was, I was cringing. I was watching myself thinking, oh my goodness, you know, but I, I don't think I knew any other way. Right. Like this, this was my outlet. And it was a wonderful outlet because everyone gave very constructive advice. Mm-hmm. But I think if that were me today and I'm getting into something new, I don't think that my first choice is going to be an excuse. I think what it's going to be is what is my challenge okay, now how, where do I go to fix this? Right? So rather than looking for a blame, or for an excuse, or, oh, you know, poor me, let's just figure this out. Right? Like, what is my next step? And Mm -hmm. isn't that what they say? Just make the next right step. And sometimes we don't even know what that is, but we just do what we think is right. And then we kind of look around to see, well, is there a podcast I can listen to? Is there a book I can read? Is there someone I can talk to? Sometimes it's just about bouncing an idea off of someone else, right? Mm -hmm. When I Mm -hmm. have this conversation now, it sparks something in our minds and then we can help someone else. I agree. And I think it gets, it gets very clear when you can understand that everything in your life, everything, now this is going to probably not sit well with some people, but that's okay. Cause it's, it's not easy to understand sometimes, but everything in your life is because you've allowed it everything. And that's, it's not the warm and fuzzy. I want to hear that. Yes. But when you understand that and you take a hundred percent ownership of it all, Yes. This is the beauty of it. You begin to see that you are the cause in some cases, but mm-hmm. you're also the solution. So yeah. anything that is going on in your life right now, you are the solution for it. You, you can create and remake and do whatever you like. And that's the beauty of, of just being becoming to this stage of becoming so self-aware. There's no blame and game or, you know, negative. There should be no negative self-talk. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just now taking ownership of it all going, okay, where do I start now? What can I do today to make a shift in the other direction? It's so true. And once people realize that their lives are 100% their responsibility. And that reminds me of um, something I heard. And it's, I, I feel like it's really true. You know, they always say a relationship or a marriage is 50, 50. It's not, it's a hundred, a hundred. I 100% have to put in all of my energy mm-hmm. and my my dedication and just being my best self. And then that's what you should be doing. So now we are a 200%. We're not 50 and 50. That means 50% is still missing and I'm waiting for you to fill it in for me. Right. And that's not how it works. (laughs) No, no. So I think that the responsibility thing, but I think what you said is getting it down on paper and, and looking at what you're writing right? Does it, does it look like you're whining and complaining? Does it look like you're blaming the world for what's going on in your life? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, John, who, uh, John Cheplak, who's someone Mm -hmm. who we coached with, he often said, you know, hold that mirror up. 
you know, hold the mirror mm-hmm. up and, and look at who do you see there? And is it who you want to see? Mm-hmm. And if not, start making the changes to be who you want to be. Move toward that. Right. And I think another another thing to add to that is what are you attracting in your life? When you when things are showing up for you that aren't so warm and fuzzy that, you know, is it almost becomes like a state of chaos again. You know, where are you currently? Mm hmm. And you have to be honest with yourself. Where are you currently? Because we attract like attracts like, whether you believe in energy or not, it's real. And, you know, so if you want a bigger, better, happier, more profound life, then you have to become that. Like you said, Catherine, it's so important to understand that. And it's actually very easy, but it doesn't seem that way in the beginning when you're just getting started. So true. So Let's move now toward what we were going to be talking about today, which is, okay, so actually we've kind of talked about what the first topic was, which was gaining clarity, right? right. So gaining clarity in, in who you are and what you want and where you want to go, right? So where am I now? Where was I? Where am I now? And where do I want to go? Mm-hmm. And are the actions that I'm taking... <clears throat> leading me in that direction. You know, people have the expectation of wanting to be successful, but they're not actually doing any of the work that would lead them there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to, if you're in real estate, I want to sell a lot of houses. Well, that's great. But what are you doing? What action are you taking to lead yourself into that direction? So I think that you know, that's where the clarity comes in. And are you actually taking action on anything, which now leads us to inspired action? Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us, um, as you have coached people on this, what is inspired action for people who really haven't heard that terminology before? Well, inspired action for me and for a lot of my clients is a feeling. It's, It's an intuitive hit that you get when you are crystal clear, when you've already gone through, you know, the removing of distractions, the reconnecting and rediscovering yourself and where your goals are and where you want to go and working through all of the reflection techniques. Once you get there, you're super crystal clear. You know, you get it. And you're becoming so you're mastering clarity and you're getting into alignment to your true authentic self. And it's in that moment when you really are so connected it's a hit. It's an intuitive hit that comes to you. Yeah. And it's it's hard to explain until you've actually been in it. And it's such a beautiful space to be in because from that space, everything flows. It's, it's just so easy and seamless. It doesn't mean you're not working and showing up and doing the work. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not, it's not a push pull feeling. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a flow state that you get into. And that's where you're aligning yourself to your greatest potential. Like now you're working in, in t- your true authenticity and where you're supposed to be. So what would you say was like a really pivotal moment when you have felt like you took inspired action on something? Many things. I, I think one of the biggest things, and it just, it's because it's here right now is even this podcast. I've been mm-hmm. wanting to do a podcast for years and years and years, you know, and it's just when you and I connected 
our conversation was so seamless. It was so authentic. It was mm-hmm. just, we both were, had this energy when we, when we spoke mm-hmm. and this vision that we got so excited about. Do you remember? I yes. mean, just going into the 2022, we're like all these big things that we just wanted to collaborate with and the people that we wanted to bring, bring up with it. It's, it's a very exciting, high energy vibe. And you just go, guess what? I may not have all the answers right now, but I'm going to learn as I go. And I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and keep showing up as my best self. And on the sideline, I'm going to do the work. I need to do the work on myself day in and day out so I can show up as my best self. So you're constantly just taking that next step forward, even when you're scared, even when you don't know the answer, you're just moving forward. And, you know, that feeling of inspired action where you feel like you are propelled to do something. Mm -hmm. And I think when you stop yourself, that's where you are interrupting what was meant to happen. You know, we get these feelings where, you know, you just get that idea. Or it's like you said, we were talking and we just knew that we were on the same page. Mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't spoken since last Friday. And yet here we are discussing this topic, because when you're on the same wavelength, you know, it's not hard. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the key word for inspired action is that it's easy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like a task. It doesn't feel hard. It Mm -hmm. feels like you are meant to be doing that thing, that time at that moment. Absolutely. And over it, it passes, it, it transcends any doubt, fear, uh, judgment that may come over you because, you know, it's a greater pull than all of that low vibration energy. You're just pulled in a direction and it just, it, it excites you. It feels um, like you're actually stepping into your life's purpose. Like you are finally walking the path where you should, where you knew you always knew you should be. Yeah. We all know that intuitively. We know what we should and should not be doing. Oh, absolutely. But it comes down to choices. That's it. Every single day we're, we're given choices. And that's once you start stacking those in order, if there are poor choices, well, it's going to lead you in this direction. If there are good choices you're making, you go in yeah. this direction. So it's really quite simple. And I think that the world or the universe rewards you mm-hmm. when you take inspired action. Because I think, you know, I know for myself, when I've decided, when I have finally decided that that is the path I'm going to go down, all of a sudden, things just start falling into place. And that is me being rewarded for Mm -hmm. finally having clarity to follow what I feel inspired to do. And I think that when you you go down that path, you're really good at what you're doing because it's what you were supposed to be doing. Exactly. And to add to the clarity, it's also the courage to do it. Yeah. You know, which is which is another step with it. The clarity and courage to show up, even when you're you don't know what what's next. You're just showing up, and you're guided in that direction. Yeah, but it's such a good feeling, you know, it's like the best feeling ever. You know, <laughs> so something I mean, happens, and you're kind of like, oh yes, I know, I'm on the right path here because it's just not hard. And I've also been on the other side of that coin mm-hmm. where everything I do, it's like I'm swimming upstream Mm -hmm. against the current, against the current, and it's exhausting. And this is something I've noticed is that when you're doing something 
that probably is not what you're meant to be doing, you come home exhausted, psychologically and emotionally exhausted from it. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing something that you were meant to be doing, and you may be putting in 10 times the energy from what you were doing before, but it feels like you feel like there's this energy running through you. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different feeling. And it's something that you, it's so hard to put into words. It's more of a feeling. I know when, whenever I speak, um, you know, to a large group of people or I've, I've been in front of an audience, you know, it's, you, you give everything, you give it your all. And then you get off that stage and there's this like fire running through you. <laughs> you go home exhausted because you've just literally gave everything you've got to the people who are in front of you. But you can't get back that feeling of um, maybe it is just giving away what it is that you you want people to get from you. That energy, <clears throat> giving away your energy so that they can feel inspired for something. Mm-hmm. But whatever that is, it's it's amazing. And, and I find it's a feeling that you really can't um, capture very often. Well, you just know you're in a, you're a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. I remember my first experience with speaking on stage when I came off. It was I was literally in tears because I saw people walking up to me in tears, telling them how they they felt so moved by it. There's, there's no better uh, feeling. And when you are connecting with humans, you know, I mean, when you're inspiring in each other, when you're, when you're lifting each other up and going, guess what? You're not the only, we're all in this together. There's that, it's just an energy that takes a life of its own. It's very fulfilling. So if we simplify this and, and we go into what are some of the steps that people could take to feel like they are being led with inspired action towards something. Actually, maybe I should back up a little bit. What if they don't know? I've had this a lot. I've had this question from many, many people over the years. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what that looks like for me. Um, I don't even know what my future holds. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should start there. Sure. So I can go back to the three steps, not to sound so redundant, but I'll break them down a little bit no, more. So it's important a little, bit, that we a little bit more clear. Yeah. Anything that's important. You know, well, it goes with remove distractions, reconnect and rediscover and reflection. Those are all the ba- the three R's that I've, I've gone over with people. And first and foremost, you have to remove distractions so you can get to a space where you, it's only you. So you're not distracted by what's on the TV, what's on YouTube, what's on your phone beeping, going off. You have to get to a space of just take that time out for yourself first mm-hmm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. And it, then you need to set aside, I would say 10 to 15 minutes to really reflect, grab that pen because the power of pen to paper is everything. Yeah. Grab that pen and paper and just start, you know, John Cheplak talked a lot about this, a stream of consciousness. And yeah. I've, I've done it so often and it's such a beautiful way just to purge. There's no thought process behind it. It's mm-hmm. just, you're grabbing a pen and you're just a stream of consciousness of writing. You're writing everything that's flowing through your mind. And it's crazy when you look at it, when you're done, however, there's it no is. punctuation, there's nothing. Yes. It's just a stream of consciousness. That's a great way to flush everything out. And then you have to be honest with yourself. 
you really have to take inventory of what you're allowing in your life day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Again, sounding redundant, but it's so vitally important. This is where you can really get clear on what is adding to your life or what's taking away from from your life, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and you can start fine tuning what does make you happy because now you're going to see what doesn't make you happy. And be honest with yourself. Does it really make you happy that you have to do X, Y, and Z every day? If it doesn't, guess what? You need to switch whatever, even if it's a bad habit, Mm -hmm. you need to replace that bad habit with a good habit because you know it's taking away from a life that's going to really just light you up. So you, that that's a big, big part of it. And it's we- so funny you say that. I had this conversation with Albie yesterday on the phone because I gave him this sort of, I feel like um, a predicament. You know, I have all these different um, options in front of me and where to put my focus. And I said, you know, I, I more than anyone know that if you try and focus on too many things, your focus goes completely right? You're it's, it's, uh, what is it they say? Um, I don't know, but where you just can't be a master of everything basically. Correct. Right. So he said, he's like, grab the biggest whiteboard you can find (laughs) and start writing. He said, start writing. What brings you joy? Mm. Start writing what you don't like doing. What are the, the tasks and activities you cannot stand? They do not bring you joy. And we know that we have to do some things that we don't enjoy, Sure, but not to concentrate a good part of our day on it. And so what I did is, you know, I didn't have my whiteboard at home, but I did actually create a chart and and I put all these activities and just where they fall. And I just kind of sat back and looked at it and said, Oh yeah, no, I don't like that. And I don't like that. And that's where you realize, okay, so now who and what can I leverage so Mm -hmm. that I don't have to do that. And I think that if more people really diagnosed their life and the Mm -hmm. activities and tasks that they do on a daily basis like this, they would begin to move toward more joy Mm-hmm. And more happiness waking up in the morning and then figure out, okay, well, if I don't like doing those things now, how are we going to approach that? You don't have to have the answer right away, but if your mind starts thinking about it, you start looking for solutions. Absolutely. And the biggest thing that I've noticed with working with people is removing social media in the morning. Hundred, a big game changer. And this is from, uh, women who were anywhere from 28 upwards of 55 mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the board. It wasn't just young, younger adults. This was across the board that a- anybody who removed social media, when they first wake up, you're going to start with yourself. The focus is on yourself, your, your morning routine. You don't even touch it until mm-hmm. you're complete with yourself. Mm-hmm. A much different process to start from that space mm-hmm. as opposed to waking up, grabbing this immediately and just start flushing nonsense right through your mind. Very, That's a very good yeah. way to start. And, and so many people say that, you know, mm-hmm. don't do it. And, and don't start reading your emails first thing in the morning no. because there may be something in there where you're just not, you know, get up, get your strength, go work out, go drink some water, go drink a smoothie, like get your life started, get your mind in order first, you know, wake up as they say, with gratitude, open mm-hmm. your eyes and don't say, oh, I have to go to work again right. or I have to do this. What if you change that 
pattern of language and you say, I get to go to work today. All the time. Because so many people, first mm-hmm. of all, don't wake up in the morning or don't get to go to work for various reasons. So if they if, if you start changing the words have to to get to, all of a sudden you're moving toward gratitude. I'm thankful that I have a job that I get to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I have children who wake me up at five in the morning. You know, it's it's a different mindset, but the way that the day will then unfold looks different. Absolutely. Because you just set the tone for your day and you can't be in a state of chaos or torment or pain or whatever you want to say when you're in gratitude. No, it's impossible. I mean, even reflecting on when my sweet dog passed away last November, I still find myself just getting into, you know, like I tear up all the time, but then I'm like, no, I'm so grateful. I had four and a half years with him. He taught me so much like, you know, and you can use that with anything in your life. I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful for this person. Maybe we don't speak anymore, but wow, what a wonderful season that was in my life. Yes. You just, you flip the script into gratitude and everything else in your life, just try it. Like I would love for people just to try it from, from now until through the weekend, Yes. start flipping your self-talk and how you view things like Catherine just said, and you will see a shift on what you attract in your life, who you attract in your life, what circumstances, opportunities, it completely changes the game. And it's such a beautiful way to, to live day in and day out. It really is. So this is great because I think we're giving people homework until we see them again next Friday. So if we were to break down what some of those things are, I think writing down and writing down what you were talking about, you know, get clarity who you are, how are you feeling? This is something else that I've learned in self-awareness. When you start to feel like you're in a chaotic situation, Take note of how you feel at the moment. Do you feel like your your heart is racing? You know, are you uh, are you clenching your fists? When you can start bringing yourself back to the moment and say, "Oh wow, like I'm really uh, overcompensating for this little thing that's happening," mm-hmm. it means there's other things happening in your life as well. And going deeper in that moment, what's triggering you? Yes, it's there to teach you something. Yes, um, I know when I really started looking at getting healthy um, right after my my heart surgery, um, the triggers of an afternoon tea with a cookie, right? Or an afternoon coffee with a little bit of chocolate. (laughs) These kinds of things, or someone makes me upset or I'm nervous and you go to, maybe I should have some chips or maybe I should have some chocolate. If you can start changing up the triggers Mm -hmm. and saying to yourself, okay, that's what's happened. I don't have to run to chocolate. I'll eat, if I need to choose something, go have nuts or go have an apple. Like it's literally changing the pattern of behavior. Mm -hmm. And when you do, and you interrupt that pattern, you also interrupt the actions that would have happened Mm -hmm. associated with it. Uh, I know in real estate, we can get an email in a text that can flip 
the way we're feeling in a second, depending on what a person has written to us, even a comment. I can't imagine how a lot of the celebrities out there deal with all of the comments that they have coming in, you know, 24 seven, that negative or whatever they are. But what they've learned, I think, is you just tune it out, right? You, you don't read you it. You're always yeah. going to have something to say. Mm-hmm. So gain clarity into how you respond to things, situations, your triggers, and write them down. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a piece of paper, you don't want them on a piece of paper. You have a note app on your phone. Start taking notes of things that you're noticing about yourself because that's the first step to Mm self-awareness. So maybe that would be our one action step is start writing things down, right? Absolutely. You feel a certain way Mm -hmm. waking up in the morning. So number two, waking up in gratitude. What if every morning between now and next Friday, you wake up in the morning and say five things that you are absolutely grateful for? And write them down write them down. It's really important that it'll even be that much more powerful. I am so happy and grateful. I woke up this morning. I'm so happy and grateful. I have another day of life. I have another day to create a life that I love. I mean, it's just, it's that those are just simple things, but you know, yes, they go a long way. All right. And what would you say is the next step after that? Mm-hmm. Move your body. Like we talked last week, yes. move your body, whether it's at your house, whether it's a walk, whatever it may be, put some music on, move your body. That's going to really start Huge. setting the day for you. Huge. Mm-hmm. Getting your blood moving and your heart pumping just changes how you feel. Mm-hmm. You cannot be walking fast on a treadmill and be angry. <laughs> You'll either walk faster and burn more calories or it will <laughs> calm you down. But you know, it's it's very hard to be doing these two things at once. And I would say on top of that, listen to something that will motivate you. You know, while you are deciding what it is that you want to do, whether it's going for a walk in the morning, listen to something that's going to help you because we have to be intentional about setting our mood. And I think that's something else a lot of people don't realize. I work at it every day. You know, Mm -hmm. by listening to podcasts or reading something or watching a YouTube video uh, about something motivational that, Mm -hmm. you know, a a topic or a TEDx talk, something. But I'm, I'm really choosing what I'm allowing inside my head. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Like even when like working out right now, I rarely listen to music anymore. It's always uh, some sort of informative, positive podcast that I'm learning. Always be learning. Always be growing. I mean, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. Just type it on in there. What yeah. What is it that you want to learn for the day? Even yeah. if it's, how do I meditate? How do I create this in my life? There's mm-hmm. so much information out there. So, and I would say, you know, I mean, let's make this interactive. If anyone mm-hmm. needs some help with mm-hmm. um, a yep. recommendation of a podcast or a book or YouTube videos, reach out to Chrissy or I on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. We would be happy to recommend some of these things that we do listen to mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis because they really, really do help. And you really have to be intentional about how you want that day to go. Mm -hmm. You know who I love? I'm just going to throw it out there right now. I love Brian Buffini's The Good Life podcast. Yes. He kind of restructured it for that. And I just think it's 
fantastic. I've loved him for years. Like, you know, and and actually every agent um, that I speak to every day, even the new ones coming in, they say to me, you know, well, I I haven't even got my license yet. What do you think I should do? I'm like, number one, (laughs) download Brian Buffini's podcast. And then from there, I go to Ed Milet. And I love Ed. Hi, Ed. (laughs) You've got to go to Ed Milet. You you know, there are certain people that Sometimes it's just knowledge. Sometimes it's mindset. Sometimes it's business. Mm -hmm. But I think that you should have this wonderful um, resource center that you can bring yourself to every day. Mm -hmm. And it's on your phone, which means you can listen to it in the car while you're working at your desk. There is no reason why you can't be looking to constantly stay inspired Mm -hmm. all day long. There's no reason why you can't. It's a choice. Absolutely. 100%. And the choice is yours. Yes. Um, So any specific steps now to move toward inspired action? And what about trusting and connecting the dots? So that's the last part of what we were talking about today. Connecting the dots of life. Someone gets a feeling and it's a strong feeling and they just know it's the right thing to do. Do it. Mm-hmm. I think people overthink things way <laughs> too much. Yes. Fear, fear of failure. What will it look like? What will people think? You know, it, it's the gamut of everything. But what about you? Owe it to yourself Mm -hmm. to want to follow through on what feels right for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, show up for yourself every day. And I don't even look at it as failure anymore. For me, it's lessons. Like it's, it's just, I am, I'm becoming so much more colorful in my life and I'm learning so many things and ways. And that's how I really can fine tune what my purpose is, what inspires me, what drives me to do A, B, and C. It's because of taking those chances. I I mean, if I just stayed here in my comfort zone, I would have no clue what my passion and purpose would be in life. So true. When I take that leap of faith, whether it turns out as I thought it would or not, is irrelevant. I let go of expectations and I just allow the process to unfold while I show up every single day. Yeah, it's the magic of it all. And then you really start allowing and you let go and you don't need to control, manipulate your life anymore. It's a it's a very magical space to be in. It is. And it's very freeing. It is. It Mm -hmm. is. You you know, people want to know how to find freedom. Start moving (laughs) toward what your gut and your intuition are telling you to do Mm -hmm. and also what they're telling you not to do, because sometimes we go against it and that just leads, you know, nowhere good. Um, You know, have you ever been in that situation where you do something and it kind of turns out negatively like you thought it might and you say, but I knew I shouldn't have done it, but you (laughs) did it anyway. I should have listened to myself. I hear myself say that sometimes I knew it. I should have listened to myself, but we don't, we keep going. And I think that if we start listening to these voices inside us, they're there for a reason, you know, and they are there to guide us to inspired action, to find joy, because that's why we're here. We are here to live joyful, happy lives. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, 
then you need to start making the steps toward that and taking inspired action. Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> Happy Friday. Thank you all for tuning in. If you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify or Google, give us a review, pass it along, share the video if you're watching it. Maybe you it'll help someone else who is trying to find their road ahead and they're having a little bit of a struggle because it, the road is there. It's open. It's waiting for you. It's just waiting for you to take the step. Absolutely. Happy Friday, everyone. And we will see you next week. Have a beautiful weekend.